Hi everyone, it's Tori and Ben and we're back with another lessons from the battlefield this week. It's the beginning of September and just a friendly reminder, these are our podcasts go out every single week and you can upgrade to one of our paid memberships if you'd like to receive these on a weekly basis. But right now you're getting these because you're part of our community. We're so grateful to have you yeah. and we, we believe that really God is raising up and equipping mighty men and women in the world to, to really point people to Jesus just through character and lifestyle. And um, so you're receiving this. We hope that um, this week it, it blesses you. We're going to be diving into the topic of really just selflessness, right? Mm -hmm. As we, Ben and I were just discussing this this week. Um, personally, you know, man, sometimes I just really realize how as a human, I'm just wired to be selfish. And the, 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 when we say yes to Jesus, it's that we become a new creation, but the working out of our own salvation, it's that daily choice to choose selflessness, right? It's never, um, it's an ongoing process. And so right. it's that we're talking about selflessness this week beyond duty and religiousness. It's mm -hmm. born out of that utter desire and just choice versus I just, okay, I guess I should, or I, it's the right thing to do as a Christian, which is, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're, we're diving into. Um, yeah. That, I mean, the idea of selflessness is like you just said, is so counterintuitive to how, how you're raised just as a human being. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, usually the first words babies learn in the, you know, is, is no. Yeah. Or after mom and, and, mo dad, and mine like mine. Yeah. and mine. <laughs> So it's, it's funny how it's a, you know, um, <clears throat> how you can, excuse me, how you can so quickly go into that mindset of the world, the universe is about me and my life. Yeah. And the world even promotes that now. I mean, the world Truly. promotes like self-love and that self -care kind of thing. Self-care has taken on a whole new meaning. Yeah. And it's taken on a whole new meaning where, where, I mean, where you're supposed to love yourself because the Bible says to love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. If you don't have any love for yourself. You certainly aren't going to love other people. Yeah. You but, have to take care of yourself. We're but there's a huge that. difference between that and just being utterly self-absorbed and, and being selfish. Yeah. Um, and, um, Jesus came to show us that the Father, the heart of the Father, is selfless love. Yeah. And and um, why why is that relevant to being a mighty man or woman of God today? Well, because we can't be like Jesus if we're selfish. Yeah. I mean, it's completely counterintuitive. I mean, it's if 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 our lives, if we make our lives always about us, yeah, and never about other people, mm -hmm. then we've become irrelevant. Right. I think that there's the, like the, the, we have to kind of, we have to be willing to take a step back consistently and, mm -hmm. and recognize that we are just you people. One, you know, each of us as individuals, there's a bigger story. There's a larger reason. There's something more. And I think we forget that because Jesus is the linchpin, he holds it all together. Mm -hmm. um, and God made us and he chose to send his son for all of us regardless of, you know, it, he, that, that happened and the world's still going on. Um, but because he holds it all together, there's a bigger story at hand. And I think when we realize, man, you know, it doesn't mean we're insignificant or we have significance because of who we are in him. Mm -hmm. But it's that it's, it's, <laughs> there's something greater that we're a part of. And when we take it 
a selfish position, we don't allow ourselves to really realize, okay, God, there's something that you're doing in the earth. And, you know, just because I didn't, it didn't start with me, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that it's not worthy or valuable, right? It's there's, mm -hmm. God's going to do what he's going to do. And when we start to say, okay, you know, you put me in this home or in this city or in this position in this particular time in the world, what's my role in this? Right. We take that position, you know, who, who do you love? How do you see these people? How do you see the situation, God? And we can start asking those questions that it really helps us become a little less selfish. I don't know. It's I mean, just... well, there's, I mean, there's a <laughs> lot of potential problems when we do stuff for the sole reason of obligation or religious duty yeah. or, um, you know, or, or whatever. I mean, it's a, a lot. I mean, I grew up in churches like that. I know you have too. Yeah. It was like um, you showed kindness to people or you helped people because you felt like that's what you were supposed to do as a Christian or because other Christians were watching. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And so it was like, a, uh, you know, it's easy to do that in church. Yeah. Because everybody around you is watching and expecting a certain level of behavior yeah. from each other. And so, you know, but you only you and the Holy Spirit can check your own heart. Right. And it's like, where is that really coming from? Yeah. And, and um, you know, like you just kind of touched on really the, the we, we're supposed to be selfless out of love. Yeah. But love isn't supposed to be, love is not a motivator. And that's, that's the, that's the thing where I think where we go askew in our thinking as, as Christians is I need to do this out of love. I need to love people. And that needs to be the thing that motivates me to be, to care about them. Mm. And what we forget is, and I mean, there's some truth to that, but what we forget is love isn't supposed to be the motivator. Love's supposed to be our master. If God is love, then we serve love. Yeah, we don't do really things. Good. We don't do things. To, to love people we do things because he loves us yeah. and love is our king yeah and so in that shouldn't that be the normal just behavior day to day yeah that's from a, some from a, a servant of love yeah. i mean it's love is a person right. not an idea no. and certainly not a feeling or an emotion Man, babe, it's really it's good. it's it's our king so it's like everything we need to be doing is from that reality you know right because I, I think we all have been there you know when you, when people go through divorce, I mean, mm. we've both been there. Yeah. And I think the, the lie that most of us believe is I'm not in love with that person anymore. Yeah. And it, that the reason why marriage exists in the first place is, is because it's supposed to give us a glimpse of, or a, and a model for that unconditional love that mm. God has for his kids. Yeah. And the fact that God is a, like you said, love is a, person mm -hmm. and so it doesn't it's 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 unchanging it's forever there right and that's the the what we totally get wrong because it's based upon condition and feeling mm -hmm. um and that's why we are selfish i mean we're, we're taught to you know protect what's yours and take care of yours and when people hurt you you know you can you know a lot of the world says take offense or you know avenge yourself and but scripture tells us to do the opposite, right? It's my gut says, I'm going to go avenge myself. But, you know, God says, vengeance is mine. And mm -hmm. I think it's that sometimes we say, okay, I, I'm going to be 
selfless with those who I like or those who are easy or those who are in my circle or when there's an opportunity, like you said, that comes up maybe in a ministry. But I don't know about you, but there's people who I, I mean, I work with that don't know Jesus at all, but they're some of the most selfless people I've met, which oh, yeah. is interesting to me. Yeah. Because, and I, and I watch that because there's no religious dogma that they've been inundated with rather. And they choose to go out of their way to help others in need just because they believe in their heart that's the right thing to do. And so mm -hmm. anyways. Well, I mean, cause I, I mean, we as human beings are suckers for religion. Yeah. So it's like, as soon as we step into the religious realm, yeah. quote unquote, um, by choice, okay, I'm going to start following God now. Yeah. It's a really easy and slippery slope to slide right into Pharisee thinking. Yeah. You know, and mm -hmm. we're all of a sudden everything's now in a nice neat package. And this is, this is the expected behaviors. These are the expected actions. This is the expected words. You learn Christianese, you start speaking, you know what I mean? In yeah. church language and, and that kind of stuff. And it's like, and now you've, and you're, and what you don't realize is the more you try to do that to fit in with the church people, with other Christians, the more you, the less and less you fit in with the world. And now you're not, and which w Christians will say, well, we're not supposed to fit into the world. And it's like, well, Jesus called us to be in it, not of it. Yeah. And the minute you start making yourself irrelevant where the world isn't listening to you anymore, now you, now you don't serve the purpose that God put you here for, right. which is to tell people about him. Yeah. And so if you can't even, if, if you've removed yourself from that, that's not, it's, you're making it all about you. Yeah. You're not making it about them. So good, you know. Yeah. So, if like we normally do, let's. I mean, if you in any of these discussions, take let's take it back to David in the morning. Yeah, mighty I was men. going da to ask you that. Yeah, Can you give us some examples of what that might look. Well, like? I mean, we we've talked a lot about in past podcasts about actions from the mighty men and David that um have displayed like utter selflessness. A big one being the one in Second Samuel twenty three, where the where a couple of the mighty men, David makes the comment. And again, we've cited this story multiple times, but David makes a comment about, <clears throat> oh, how I wish I could go back to my hometown in Bethlehem and get water from that well one more time. And the Philistine army had taken over Bethlehem. They were yeah. living in it. Oh, yeah. And these three or four mighty men heard him say that and took it upon themselves to fight through the enemy line to get to the well, fill a bucket full of water, and then fight all the way back just so he could have the drink that he longed for. Yeah, I mean, and he how was ridiculous so, does that sound? I mean, it's ridiculous. No, it. In our way of thinking now, that's it's utterly ridiculous. Like nobody's going to do that now. Yeah, nobody's going to do that now. That's a level of selfless selflessness that is unfathomable, yeah. unless you have children. And I know a lot of parents, mine own included, as I've grown up, that there were moments where they, they went through all lengths to do stuff for my brother and I, when yeah, we were growing up, like yeah. making a comment about like, we, we, oh, it'd be so cool if we had this and they Surprise. go to all lengths to get that surprise. Yeah. You know, we got it. You know what I mean? Or we sure love to go here and oh, Hey, guess what? We're going, you know what I mean? And it's, it's one of those things where it, maybe it isn't so far fetched. Yeah. You yeah. know? And, but, but David, David didn't do anything save for a handful of mistakes. In his life, everything David did was motivated by what God wanted him to do. Yeah. And everything he did was motivated by his by love for his people. 
Right. I mean, you can't argue that David, before and after he became king, didn't love the people of Israel. I yeah. mean, David loved his people. He did. And, and the mighty men, the Bible doesn't even say that they were really godly men. Most of them were like crooks and refugees and bandits and like people that... Boisterous. Yeah, and were on the run and, yeah, and violent. Yeah. And they loved David. And like you just, and like the point you just made about people, like you said, people that you work with and people that you know that aren't even believers yet, that seem to be more selfless than many of the believers you know. The mighty men were that way. It doesn't really say a lot, in, at least in the beginning, that they were loyal to God at all, but they were loyal to David. Yeah. And they were utterly selfless when yeah. it came to the desires of the king that they loved. They adored him. Right. And, and um, so I think we need to keep that in mind. As modern-day mighty men and women today, our relationship and our dynamic with the king and with the people we're supposed to be serving because of our, who our king is should be motivated the same way. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I mean, it's totally driven by... Again, our king is love. Yeah. You want to know, we say all the time in, in Christian circles, you know, we need to think like Jesus. We need to act like Jesus. Well, what does that look like? Well, Jesus is love because mm -hmm. God's love. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what yeah. does love look like on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, 1 Corinthians 13 says love is patient. So Jesus is patient. Yeah. Love is kind. Right. It doesn't boast. It doesn't brag. It doesn't. And one key verse in there is... It doesn't seek after its own. Right. Love doesn't seek after its own. In other words, it doesn't seek after its own priorities over everyone else's. Yeah. It prioritizes everyone else's need over their own, which is about as inconvenient and uncomfortable as it gets for people. Well, you should share about um, your grandma's funeral and the person that she was and how that she was motivated by selflessness. Just make, giving an example, I think would be really amazing of the, I mean, the fact that hundreds and hundreds showed just because Oh, yeah. I mean, I, my, my grandmother, when she passed away, my grandmother was just this little rambunctious lady. Um, very loud, very outspoken, very physically even, like she would roughhouse with my brother and I growing up. And, when she, and she just played the organ for years in our church. That was it. I mean, it wasn't like... Some big minister wasn't some big. She was just this little lady that played the organ. Yeah. And when she died, like that funeral was just huge. I mean, the funeral home was full of people. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, my friends, my friends' families. The, I mean, just people that I people showed up that I was like, I didn't even know she knew them. Yeah. That were like this lady, was a re really incredible lady. And really impacted us and cared about us and and was always kind and was always feeding us and was always yeah. having us over and was always buying us things. things. And it was yeah. always, she was always, she was never about her ever. And it's funny because when you're a kid, you don't really ever notice that. You just yeah. don't pay attention. You don't have the awareness to pay attention to that yeah. stuff. But, you know, as an adult looking back at it, it's like, you know what? She was like that. Yeah. And it's amazing the legacy that leaves. Yeah, it left a huge one. Yeah, it really, really does. Yeah, so that's kind of, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. And I think, I just wanted to highlight that because I know that it was something like, you know, how what does that actually look like? It's those people that, you know, you, you know these people that are in your life. It's the ones who, like, man, they really went out of their way at a time when mm -hmm. I didn't need or deserve that. Not just your parents, right? There's certain people who 
I know the Lord would probably Holy Spirit's bringing to your mind right now, but it convicts and challenges me because it's like, I want that. Mm -hmm. like, it's funny because it's like, that's, that's that selfish, <laughs> self-centered well, side. Yeah. Funny how that I was up. just going to say that. It's like, it's like, there are some really inherent risks in, in doing things out of duty and religiousness. Yeah. And it's funny how being self-centered can be like subtle yeah. Where you can try really hard to be selfless and deep down underneath that, the reason you're really doing that is because it's still about you. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you don't even realize it. Yeah. Like, it's like, man, I, I wish I could be more selfless. And it's like, it's still about you. You're still making it about yeah, you. Notice right. the I in that sentence? Yeah. Like, the, 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 the sh to shift your way of thinking, maybe it needs to be more along the lines of, man, I wish other people, there was ways that, there was, that, that I could benefit other people. I wish there was ways that other people were benefited and take it that by step. my life somehow yeah. or that I could show people the love of Jesus that way, you know, it, but there's a lot of, you know, pitfalls of course, when it comes to doing stuff for religious duty and, and obligation. And a lot of the time it's just because we want to be seen a certain way. Yeah. And you know, we talked about this before. I mean, this is just an unfortunate truth. And I, I know there's always exceptions to this because there's always people that just give out of the kindness of their heart and they're just selfless in their giving. But it. a vast majority of people do it because they want to be seen as selfless. Yeah. They want to be seen as charitable. Like the people that always have blown me away are people that have like given thousands or even millions of dollars to people in charities or you would never know. or put people up in homes or paid their rent or pay, bought their groceries or paid their bills and you never knew it because they didn't yeah. do it for that reason they didn't do it to tell people about what they'd done yeah they yeah. do it to they do it because they care about the person they're doing it for yeah i, I you know? remember i remember when my dad passed away actually it's a good point i got multiple i got letters and text messages and phone calls and facebook messages specifically from people that I met when I was a kid or I completely forgot about or I didn't even know mm -hmm. that said, you know, your dad paid for my rent or your dad paid for my kids to get into school or yada yada or, you know, your dad picked me up and helped me and did this. And it made me realize like the legacy that he left, yeah. you know, and realizing that he was motivated out of his encounter of love that he had had with Jesus to where he just was convicted by Lord. I, I, it's not for me to get attention. I want to do what you're doing. Yeah. And that really shook me when he passed. Cause I didn't have any idea. Dad and I were really close and there were people that I had no clue he impacted. Yeah. No right. Clue. Right. So, I mean, that's the point. It's like yeah. a, you know, a selfless heart doesn't have to boast on their selflessness. No. They just do it. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's how, how they're wired. Yeah. And, People will live their whole lives and never know about it, yeah. about some of the things these people have done. And it, and that's the point. You're not doing it for the glory of men. Yeah. You're right. doing it to love that person. Yeah. And then God glorifies you. Mm. And if he chooses to make that a public thing so that people celebrate your acts later, that's his prerogative. That's because he's sovereign. He's king. Yeah. That's his choice to make. That's true. But, but um, like we mentioned before, the motivator behind true selflessness is love. Right. And there's a big difference between, just like there's a big difference between happiness and joy, mm. there's a big difference between affection and love. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the time, what we'll do is we want to be affectionate towards people, so we give, and we're doing it. Affection's a feeling. 
Yeah. You know, love is like you said earlier, love, you choose it. And we can step in and out of love. And really what, if, if we look at it from the viewpoint of love is our king, then what we're doing is we're choosing to follow our king or not in that moment. Right. When I step out of love, I'm stepping out of how my king thinks. Yeah. And what my king wants. And how he wired me. And how he wired me. I'm not going to do that now today. Yeah. I'm not going to be that person now today. I've chosen that, you know. Yeah. And you, you, do, you do that with your spouse. You do that with your kids. You do that with family. You do it with coworkers. You do it with friends. You either choose it or you don't, you know. Yeah. And, and to, to truly be selfless is sacrifice. Yeah. You know? Can you, I would love it if you'd share some examples of Jesus and how, you know, how can we look at what his, the life that he led and how it was an utter, how it was an incredible, constant example of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I mean, the, the a prime example of that is in John 13 when he washes the disciples' feet. I mean, yeah. you don't get much more humble and selfless in that moment. Mm. Okay, this is the same hands that created the universe. Yeah. Are now washing right. the dirt and grime off these guys' feet who were just clueless, really didn't grasp what was going on at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, or, or better yet, Jesus' entire mission, he's the savior of the world. Yeah. All the prophecies in scripture point to him. And still yet when he comes, he makes his entire ministry about the Father and about other people. Yeah, he's not it's just like, saying, this is who I am, yeah. you need to listen to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in John, and man, there's the, the scripture that talks about, you know, that he has the power, I have the power to lay down my life mm -hmm. and to pick it back up again, mm -hmm. which is so incredible to me that he, I mean, every time he was questioned, right? So many times he didn't respond or when he was asked a question and he says, you know, things like, yes, are you the son of God or yes, or it is as you say, mm -hmm. but he never explains or he never justifies and he never takes a position to feel, to make others feel like they're beneath him. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the time you wouldn't correct anyone. Or that. They'd make their own misjudgment. He'd say nothing. Move on. He'd say nothing. He wouldn't yeah. he didn't even feel the need to defend himself in an no, argument no. half the time. No, and man, I man, I, that for me I look at that and I realize, you know, we have a long way to go and that's okay personally, because I'm like, oh wow, Lord, but you, it's so cool because again, in that in those moments, and I hope this encourages you too, in those moments, if you're listening to this and you feel, Ugh, I'm, I'm so selfish, like I'm, I'm never going to get there. Mm. Let that go today. Let that light yeah. go because it's an invitation to just be, if we look at Jesus, right? We're talking about examples. Again, that selflessness was born out of that deep intimacy he had with his father and their, their plan together to love people back, to bring people back into relationship with Father God. That's all it was, really. At the end of the mm -hmm. day, it was like, you know, God wanted his kids to have a way to communicate mm -hmm. directly with him and be in relationship with him. And that all that came from was him and his love. Mm -hmm. And that's that example that we get for our, this moment right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean a real key to living selflessly. If we're, we're gonna, you know, as we kind of wind this down a little bit, the living selfless lives um, is recognizing the gold in other people. Yeah, 
um, what we have a tendency to do is when we try to, we've talked about this before, when we try to be humble or when we try to be selfless, we tear ourselves down. We yeah. think that's what humility is, oh, yeah. is to just shred ourselves to pieces. But really what it is, is it's not, God doesn't do anything to the detriment of someone else. Mm -mm. He glorifies everyone. He'll, he'll, he'll encourage and lift up everybody in the room. Yeah. He doesn't tear down one person and lift up another. That's what our world does. Yeah. That's why, like, anytime there's been a movement, whether it's been the feminist movement or whether it's been um, a racist racial movement or whatever, it's like we tear down one people group to lift up another people group. Instead of saying, instead of looking at it the way God does, where it's like, how about you're all great? Yeah. You're just all different. Mm -hmm. Different doesn't mean worse. No. It just means different. You know what I mean? I like I love bananas and apples. Doesn't mean an apple or a banana is better than one or the other. I, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It means that they're just different. I like them both. We don't know how to do that as people. We don't know how to lift up one. We and yeah, while at the same time celebrating the other. It's right. always at the expense of the other. Right. And so to live selflessly is to look at people the way God looks at them. It's not I'm going to look at myself as a piece of dirt and then. But these, but God loves those people. That's mm -hmm. not what how God chooses to see things. God celebrates everyone in the room. Right. So it's like what He does is He sees the gold in everybody, and it's different in every person, and He celebrates those things. So if if we're wanting to live selflessly today, a good place to start would be to ask the Holy Spirit, show me in this person or in this group of people or in this family member, or in this child, or whatever, whoever it is, show me what you see in them that you love so much. Yeah. So that I can see that and yeah. love them like that. Yeah. You know, um, and make my focus be on that instead of what's going on with me. Right. Or what's not going on with them. Or what's them, not or what going on with going them. what's going on with them that you don't, we don't like. Right. I think, yeah, I think kind of another perspective, another example, another way to do this is, you know, let's say it's kind of like if you are a um let's just say a musician for example right and you play and people can find your music online or something like that people know you're a musician you don't have to constantly say this is um, who i am yeah i play guitar i'm it's like that's kind of obvious that's what you do but they do it very well and they do it with confidence that's how we're, what we're supposed to do right it's, it's like instead of having a business card i think graham cook actually is the one that said it this way but you know, instead of having a business card that says prophet or apostle on your business card, you have the card, but you live out of the identity that God's given you where mm -hmm. it's, you see that person, let's say you have a prophetic gifting, you, you, you listen to the Holy Spirit and release that prophetic word over someone in love with confidence mm -hmm. without having to say, I'm a prophet right? or, you know, and that's the difference. It's like you, you <laughs> when we're motivated by selflessness, it. Well, the answer who's, who's in you speaks for itself. Absolutely, the the answer to that question a lot of the time, really how we answer it is will show people a lot about where our mindset is at. Yeah, because the, the the proper answer to questions like that, if you're living in selflessness, is whatever answer that person needs to hear in the moment they're in right now, mm -hmm. not whatever answer I can say to make me look make good me look in this better. conversation right yeah. now. Yeah, to make me look. Or anyway, yeah, really. right. And so, yeah. so it's it's funny how quick we are to throw a title out there because we want to we want to look good in front of the people yeah. talk, we're and talking man, to. I mean, I've been there. Oh yeah, everybody For has. Sure, absolutely, yeah. everybody yeah. has. I mean, 
just for thinking really quick too, for example, you know, you guys probably have people that you would just think about this, right? It's just look at people in the world that are figures that you admire and think about today why you admire them. Mm-hmm. Usually chances are if it really resonates in your heart and your spirit and you know that like there's something about them, it's usually not how much money they have, how famous they are, how good they are, at what they do rather career-wise. Mm-hmm. It's how they treat other people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and there are certain people that we follow that have major followings because we realize they make it their goal. Uh, again, it's not to be showy. They just naturally mm-hmm. are loving others. And it draws, draws people in. That's, that's, I mean, look at Jesus. He was a magnet. Oh, and yeah. it wasn't because he's standing on the corner again saying, Mm-mm. I'm the son of God. You need to listen to me. He never did that no, once. He didn't do what most people on television do. <laughs> yeah. He didn't stand up and be like, I'm a big deal. And you know what I mean? And yeah. cel- celebrate how cool and amazing I am. He just was. He genuinely cared about people yeah. and it was magnetic. Yeah. And it was irresistible. Yeah. And it was, I mean, children see through that garbage oh, real yeah. quick. They don't care about who you think you are. No. Or who you say you are. No. And they were running to him, implying that there was there was something he exuded that was welcoming and genuine. Mm. And you're really good at that. Mm. You're really good at genuinely just loving people and seeing, Thanks. seeing. I don't even want to call it a, the nuggets of gold in them because it's more than nuggets in people. To me, that sounds like it like a slight or like, we look for that nugget in there implying that there's something tiny that's yeah. good in there. And that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's more than a nugget in people. And you're really good at that guy. You've shown me a lot about that. Taught me a lot about that because I have, I have a tendency to get cynical quick hmm. and for the sake of protecting myself or protecting us, um, I'll shut, I'll shut people down sometimes way before I should Yeah. and not give them more grace, hmm. you know? But you've also grown in that, and I hear I hear that. Yeah. So, really, one more thing to say about this is, if if we can really walk in this, I know a lot of you would be probably asking, well, how do I know if I'm really being selfless or if I'm just doing this for myself or whatever? Well, a, a massive byproduct of of living in selflessness is joy. Yeah. There's a a real deep seated joy and fulfillment that comes from living. A selfless life that's just motivated by love rather than religious duty. Mm-hmm. And we really want to encourage you to just experience that joy of selflessness in your own life through just practical service towards other people. I'm not talking about just religious duty. I'm talking about just genuinely caring about people. Yeah. Gen- genuinely showing compassion. Pass it, walking past somebody and in a moment just asking how they're doing. Yeah should go it goes a long way yeah and it takes literally 30 seconds yeah and it you know what i mean it takes nothing from you right but to that person it might mean everything to them in that moment yeah i want to challenge you that they're there to go past your limit today yeah so it doesn't mean again that you have to force yourself to go volunteer somewhere or go Mm -hmm. do something crazy. We're not saying that. Or go plug into whatever ministries are going on at your church. That stuff is all good. It's all good. But but it isn't necessary in terms of living a selfless life. Yeah. What what I want to challenge you today is if there's something or someone in need that you know of, or anyway, it doesn't mean necessarily financially, monetarily. It could be like you just said, it could be an emotional need. Mm -hmm. If there's 
the Holy Spirit brings something or someone to mind, or you pass something or someone, and it sparks your interest instead of that initial gut reaction that I know I have at least of, uh, if I do that, it might take away from what I want to do today. Mm-hmm. If I look at that, it's going to waste time and I'm not, all right, it's just going to, I think it's going to waste time. I'm going to go do this instead. What if you spent some time slowing down or reading what you found mm-hmm. or reaching out to the person that was brought to your mind, even if it means having to change your schedule for the day, mm-hmm. having to lay something down that you, you personally wanted to do, um, and, and just lean into that tension and watch what the Lord does with mm-hmm. that, right? That's, that's how we know that we're saying, okay, God, you know, what are you doing? Right. You know, is this something that you're doing right now that you're saying, come over here, let's have an adventure, let's love this person mm-hmm. together? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that John 3.16 says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, right? Yeah. So Jesus shows up to save the whole world mm. and took time constantly. To talk to just this guy, yeah, or just this woman, yeah, or just this kid, yeah, you know what I mean. The whole world, mm-hmm. not and not just all everybody in the world at the time he came, but everyone to ever live, right? Whoever had and whoever will, and took the time to one on one it with everyone he had the chance to, yeah, and says a lot about what selflessness is really about. No one can say they're as busy as Jesus was, right? Nobody, and and so. Let's let's eliminate that excuse right away. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. Yeah. You know, and let's just give. Yeah. And also don't beat yourself up or think that it has to be something on a gigantic scale. Because remember where Jesus, even himself, the model for this, did ministry. It was, you guys, the region's small. It's small. You're right. He didn't, he didn't come, you know, obviously the world was different back then in terms of what was established, but he didn't travel to all these different countries. He didn't do that. Mm. So think of that, you know, the amount of change, the amount of love, the, the, the fact that you can say the kingdom of heaven, heaven has come new, near you. What if it's just within a 5, 10, 20, 100 mile radius mm-hmm. at the most? What if that's it? Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, so we just want to really inspire you and encourage you to reevaluate your own motives for service and to seek a, a deeper, more authentic expression of selflessness in your daily life. Just um, everybody wants to be the hero. You, we're, a bunch of uh, everybody wants to be a warrior. Everybody, whether they're following Jesus or not. Yeah. The difference is, is nobody wants to nobody wants to see the great exploits of a hero who's a jerk who's self-centered. Mm-hmm. That's not, and most, most of us would be hard challenged to even call that person a hero in the first place. Right. So this is a deep-seated character trait in being a mighty man or woman is genuine selflessness. Yeah. I will sacrifice myself emotionally, psychologically, even my agendas, even physically yeah. for you because I care for you. Mm-hmm. So, we challenge you to just check out the reflection questions that are on this email. As always, it's a, they're just designed to go deeper, yeah. to pull things out of you, to get you to think, to get you to dialogue with the Lord about things, yeah. and let the Holy Spirit reveal some stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're excited to hear from you and excited to hear what, what comes your way and what opportunities present themselves and how this might challenge and change you. Yes, and one fun quick announcement is we just sent out an email earlier this week. We're going to, obviously, and as you're listening to this, you can check the email, but um, we have officially launched some merch, some clothing. We just 
we did a few products with the same design. Um, they're good quality. I've personally built things on there before and purchased, but it's to uh, all together encourage and empower and equip us and to send out that message of, you know, it talks about remembering the code of, mm-hmm. of fearing God and loving everyone and, and honoring the brotherhood. And yeah. So check that out. We'll put a link in and um, let us know if you have any questions about that too as well. But we'll catch you next week and we hope you have a fantastic day ahead. So See you later. God bless. Bye.